Hi, friends. This is Liz from the Liz Teach Podcast. Happy New Year. Welcome back. I am so glad that you have decided to just spend some time with me right now. And I hope that you are excited about this year, right? Because after 2020, we need some excitement, but in a good way. And I hope that you are preparing yourself and just establishing routines and habits that you will be able to sustain for the rest of the year that will help you throughout the year. Don't be so hard on yourself. And that, thank you, Holy Spirit, leads me to my subject today. Look at that. I want to talk about grace. I want to talk about God's grace for our lives. And when I got up this morning, I really didn't think I was going to record until much later. But as I was getting ready, the Lord is just so good and loves us so much. And he just dropped this into my heart, into my spirit to talk about grace. And I know that it is his desire that this year you will truly understand his grace. And I say truly understand because when we understand God's grace towards towards our lives, we live differently. We make different choices. We are not so hard on ourselves because we know who we are in Christ. And so today's episode is called The Gift of Grace. So you thought Christmas was over. It's not. <laughs> Here I am to tell you that please accept the gift of grace. So James, no, not James, Romans chapter 3 verse 24 says that we are justified by his grace and it is a gift through redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And so above all, When we have Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we have a grace that has been extended towards us. And we are able to understand this grace, which means unmerited favor, that I didn't deserve for him to die for me, but he did anyway. When we understand this, when we abide in Christ, we come to a greater understanding of what this means for our lives. You can tell when people don't understand the grace of God. You can tell even when Christian people don't understand the grace of God. They tend to rely on works more than anything. And the Bible tells us that grace is not through works. The only work is the redemption through the blood of Jesus Christ through his sacrifice. So people that truly don't understand God's grace, that are not abiding in his grace, that are not enjoying his grace... They tend to rely on religion, on works, on legalism, because they're always trying to get better, but in a way that they are like a hamster in a wheel. I I have to do more. I have to do more to be accepted. I have to do more to be loved. And a lot of this, of course, comes from our brokenness in life. Uh, we feel we have to perform for everything because this is how we've been treated. This is how we've been raised. This is what we learn. This is what culture tells us. You know, we get when we give. And so the concept that a God so great, so powerful, so mighty sent his son to die for us out of pure love, we can't comprehend it. <laughs> 
And this is the importance of abiding in Christ. Only when we are truly in his word and getting to know who God is and getting to know who Jesus is, will we be able to understand the grace that he's extended towards us. Ephesians 2, 4 to 5 says, but because of his great love, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive in Christ. Even when we were dead in our trespasses, it is by grace that you have been saved. So it's not a shocker to God that you're a sinner. (laughs) It's not a shocker to God that you were a mess. He knew beforehand and he still sent his son to die for you. When you understand that, when you understand grace, abiding in Christ, being a Christian is a life that is joyful and peaceful. Not perfect. It's not perfect. We still have situations. We still have trials. We still have tribulations. We still have betrayals, disappointments. That still happens. But we're able to abide in Christ and know that he is there for us. Know that he's on our side. We understand God's forgiveness. We are able to receive it. To many of you walk around and you are still feeling unforgiven by God. You could be doing all the religious things, but deep down, you do not feel forgiven by God. You do not feel loved by God. And let me tell you something. It is by faith. It is by faith. You know, it's, I thank God that I had a loving father. And because I had a loving father, I believe that helped me to accept the love of Christ and to understand that he loves me so greatly. That's what helped me. I don't know what helps others, but besides that, it's faith. If I believe God for something, I believe him for all things. So if I believe that he died for me, I believe that he loves me. I believe that his grace is for me. I believe that he has mercy. I'm not going to pick and choose what I believe. Can you imagine if our children approached us that way with that unbelief? And they have every right to because we do fail them, right? We fail them and they would have every right to maybe approach us with apprehension or, you know, my mom is mad. She doesn't still love me. My dad is angry. He doesn't, you know, they have the right to feel that way because this is a fallen world. But we're talking about a God that's great and mighty and wonderful. And he sent his son because he loves us and has mercy for us. And, And we need to abide in that grace. And a lot of people say, you know, grace is not a license to sin. And for sure, grace doesn't mean that we just get away with murder. God doesn't want spoiled brats, right? Just like we don't want to, to have children that are spoiled brats and become no use to anybody or to society, right? We have those people that we know in our lives that because they were not parented with love and discipline, that they were not parented well, They are a mess and they are a mess to society and it's a tragedy. No, but that's not how our father God is. He loves us with mercy. He disciplines us with love and mercy. He extends his grace towards us because he loves us. It is a gift to us. You know, 2 Timothy 2.1 reminds us that it's only by abiding in Christ and who knowing who he truly is that we can be strong in grace. 
2 Timothy 2.1 says, strong in grace. So the only way that I continue understanding uh, God's grace for me is by being with him, abiding him. You're not going to know that Liz is, is good to you unless you spend time with me. You're not going to take somebody else's word for it. That doesn't, that's not effective. And that's why you see that people that just go to church, let's say on Sundays, and they don't abide in God during the week, but truly abiding in him, not just checking off a box. That's why they, you see that they have this up and down relationship with God. They in and out of, of church, in and out of relationship with God, because they haven't tasted for themselves that God is good. Truly and honestly, because let me tell you something. When you understand God's grace for you, you're able to live a life free of sin. You're able to have a life free of sin because listen what Romans 6, 14 says. It says, sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under law, but under grace. So the law doesn't keep me from sin. The do's and the don'ts don't keep me from sin. It's me understanding that a God so mighty that could just take me out in a second, chose to love me instead, chose to die for me instead. And so I understand that grace and I don't want to fail him. I don't want to sin. I want to live a life that pleases him. And not because I feel condemned, but because I feel a wonderful conviction of who he is and what he has done for my life. That brings such peace. That, that just brings such joy. And I encourage you that this be the year that you abide in his grace so that you can finally abide in the life that he died to give you. That you no longer strive to be a good girl to your father God, but that you know that by the blood of his son, Jesus Christ, you are a good girl. You are a good boy. And when you uh, understand that you're able to live it, the grace of God empowers you. Even the apostle Paul said, I am what I am because of grace. The apostle Paul, my friends, I am who I am because of grace. We don't do it under our own power. We do it under the power of God. And you have to be careful with all these do's and don'ts and, and religion and legalism. And, and you think you're so pious because it's not about what you do. James 4, 6 tells us that God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. It's a stance of humility, knowing that you need God, knowing that he is your everything, knowing that you can't live without him, knowing that you can't do anything without him. When we continue to strive and strive and strive, we're saying, Jesus, your sacrifice wasn't enough. When we don't accept his grace and we are doing the do's and the don'ts, we're saying, Jesus, your sacrifice wasn't enough. I have to do more. I have to do more. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to tell Jesus that died on the cross and suffered such a horrible death. That's not enough. I need the do's and the don'ts. And remember, like I said, grace will empower you not to sin. Grace will empower you that sin would not have dominion over you. I, I tell you that that is the best thing in the world, the best 
so so poetic, right? So theological. The best thing is <laughs> just the most wonderful thing in the world to understand God's grace for your life. I tell you, I wake up every day and I'm so grateful to God. When I fail him, in, 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 even in my thoughts, I say, God, thank you for loving me anyway. I don't think that every failure that I that I have, that he's just out the door like we do, right? We just get up and leave people. We don't give them a chance. We don't love completely. And because this is what we're used to, these are the kind of broken relationships that we're used to. We don't understand the relationship so pure with a heavenly God, a heavenly father that loves us and his son, Jesus, that is because of him that we're able to have grace. I encourage you this year, learn about Jesus. Learn about what he did for you. Understand God's love for you. Understand the mercy and the unmerited favor that he has extended towards you. But not because you hear it on a Sunday message, but because you hear it in your in your spirit every day from your heavenly father. That when you take those moments to be in his presence, you feel his love, you feel his peace, you feel joy, you feel uh, conviction when you need to do something differently. You won't be a yo-yo Christian when you understand grace. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I was thinking about that this this uh, week. Don't tell me that you know who God is and you're a yo-yo Christian. Stop it now. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I know I grew up in the Lord. And the Jesus I know now is not who I grew up with. And that's why I have been able to be faithful by the grace of God since I gave my life to Christ in 1997. Nothing, nobody can take me away from him. And I've gone through stuff. I've had, you know, uh, deep grief in my life. I have gone through anxiety. I've gone through depression, suicidal thoughts. I've had people leave me, people betray me, people... Uh, treat me as I've had it all. I've had it all. And in all of that, who was there was God, God, God. And why was he, why was I able to be sustained by him? Because I knew who he was. I didn't let anybody tell me I knew who he was. You know, when the Samaritan uh, woman, she was at the well with Jesus she was so impacted by him that she just went and and talked to talk to the villagers uh, about what had happened. And, and I don't know exactly where it's found. I always tell you guys I'm not good with that. Google the story, read the whole chapter. <laughs> um, and they they respond that they want to know him for themselves, that they didn't just want to hear her story. They wanted to know him. For themselves. And that's how you should be. It's wonderful to listen to other people because it increases your faith. Let me tell you something. When I feel down and out, I know I need to listen to the word. I need to pray. I need to be in worship. I need to listen to things that are going to uplift my spirit. But what has sustained me all these years is my one-on-one with God. It's my one-on-one, me speaking to him daily, me getting into the word to see what he wants to say to me, Liz, to me, Liz. And so this is important. When you're down and out, that's not the time to uh, eat and drink and get high. No, no, in Jesus' name that you would seek the Lord. He loves you 
so much. And his grace is for you. You have no right to say that the grace of God is not for you because he says it is. It's an unmerited favor. Nothing you can do, nothing you can do uh, will put you in a stance to deserve it. It's because God loves you. How often do we give things to our children they don't deserve? But because we love them and we want to extend grace. I'm not talking about spoiling because some of your children, you need to stop giving them so much things, so many things, so much things. Where's the grammar teacher? So many things and they disrespect you left and right. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about sometimes they don't act right, but you extend them some mercy. Not because it is they deserve it because you love them and you want to teach them that unmerited favor. That's you, earthly father. And the word of God tells us that, that as earthly fathers or mothers, (laughs) the things that we give to our children and we desire to give them, how much more so our heavenly father would give to us if we ask. And in that part, he's talking about the Holy Spirit, that there are so many gifts that he wants to give us, but grace above all. So my friends, please, this year, I encourage you, Seek God's grace. Understand God's grace. The enemy wants you to just shut your ears to that and not know anything about it because he knows how powerful it is. When a child of God understands God's grace, they truly walk as a child of God. They truly live as a child of God. They will put everything to the side, self, desires, future, everything, everything. They will surrender it at the feet of Christ. And so the devil doesn't want you to do that. And so I ask you to seek God's grace and seek an understanding of it. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time that you give me to speak and to reach out to those that are listening. I ask you, Holy Spirit, that every word that I have spoken will fall on good ground and give fruit, God. In Jesus' name, that uh, they would understand how much, Father God, you love them. So much that you sent your son to die for them. We thank you for the grace that you extend towards us. We thank you that that grace just covers us. And it's just like a warm blanket. It truly is, Father. When we understand your unmerited favor, that no matter who we were, You make us your child. Oh, what a comfort that is. Holy Spirit, I thank you that today people will receive it. My friends that are listening will receive this word and walk in it in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you that your grace empowers us so that sin would not have dominion over us. We thank you that we can walk in purity and walk as your child, as your daughters and sons because of that grace. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for dying on the cross. It is only because of that that we have so much extended towards us. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us and showing us so much mercy. We are so appreciative that this year we will walk in it because we understand it. We will be holy children of an almighty God. We will be a church without wrinkle or blemish because of your wonderful grace. We thank you, Father. We thank you for all wonderful things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Oh, friends, I hope this Monday meditation was encouraging to you. Thank you for listening. 
And uh, I, I look forward to this year speaking to you and sharing with you. And I encourage you to pray for me. Uh, you know, uh, Liz needs prayers too. I really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully I will talk to you later on this week as well. God bless you once again. This is your friend Liz on the Liz Teach Podcast.